Welcome to the Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021, brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. To learn more about the Atlanta Fringe Festival, go to atlantafringe.org. This show is for general audiences. It may contain mild language, but has no overt violent or sexual content. Hi, everyone. I'm Juliana Heng. Welcome to Walking on Spectrum. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share my story. I will be telling you my life story as someone on the spectrum through comedy, spoken word and storytelling. I'm from Kuala Lumpur, Malaysia. Anyone been to Kuala Lumpur before? Great. You did not miss much. We are just the Asian version of Detroit. I have autism. Autism happens when one part of the brain grows faster than others. For me, it's my forehead. Well, less of a forehead, more of a five head. When I was five years old, I have not started speaking. My mum brought me to see a doctor. The doctor said, Mrs. Heng, your daughter is like a proton car. The power window to her brain does not work. If you are wondering what a proton car is, it is Malaysia's national car that we are still learning to be proud of. It's been 30 years. The power window still doesn't work. We purposely made it that way so that Singaporeans won't claim it. (laughs) By the way, this joke kills in Singapore. Because of my power window problem, I'm a bit slow. When you all listen to jokes, you will laugh immediately. I will laugh a bit later. Tomorrow. (laughs) For those who aren't laughing right now, don't worry. You are just like me. This reminds me of your former president, Donald Trump. Every time a daily news reporter asked him a question, he only tweeted back a reply at 3am. By the way, this twerp is still saying that the COVID-19 is the Chinese bird flu. I may be Chinese, but don't worry. You won't get the COVID-19 from me through YouTube. But because I'm autistic, you might get it tomorrow. Speaking about laughter, according to laughteronlineuniversity.com, there are 15 types of laughter ranging from the softest to the loudest. As an autistic, I can only pick up three types of laughter. The first one goes like this. Ha 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 ha. That's the real laughter. The second one goes like this. <laughs> it's the polite laughter, which means you suck. <laughs> and I pity you. And the third type of laughter goes like this. It's the laughter of Singaporeans. No Singaporeans are injured in the making of this joke. 
we hope. I'm 30 years old this year and still single. There's no joke in this. I just want to tell you, I'm still available. <laughs> Dating is hard for someone like me because I cannot read emotions, social cues and flirting signals. Sometimes, I don't even know when someone wants to kiss me until I feel their tongue. <laughs> My love life has been a mess. I've been on six first dates this year and all of them ended the same way. They tried to sell me something. <laughs> Insurance, travel membership and a human liver. <laughs> I bought the liver. <laughs> you will never know when you need one. I've decided to use an autistic dating app. Many of the people there looks very strange and bizarre. And all I need to do is to swipe up on someone I like. Yes, it's called Pokemon Go. <laughs> As someone who is literal, I find dating app names very complicated. For example, Tinder. I thought that it's an app for smokers to look for their lighters. <laughs> Grinder. I thought that it's an app for guys to look for their power tools. <laughs> Coffee meets bagel. I actually thought that it's a new food delivery app. When the guy comes, he has no food. He is the bagel. We don't have such problems in the autistic dating world. We have an autistic dating site. It has a brilliant name. It's called autisticdating.com. <laughs> because we don't mess around when we want to mess around. I tried dating someone on the spectrum, it didn't work out. Do you know what happens when two autistic people come together? Nothing. <laughs> it's just like putting two pandas together, we think the same, we act the same, we play Pokemon Go <laughs> separately. Because we are the experts of social distancing. We have been doing this long before COVID days. I've decided to date someone neurotypical because that way, I always get to be special. People can be unkind at times. I once had a boss who told me, Juliana, you don't look autistic. And I told him, what a coincidence. You don't look like a boss. People also say, Juliana, you have autism. Does that mean that you have commitment issues and you are unable to hold down a full-time job? That's not true. My commitment issues and my job issues has nothing to do with my autism. I'm just a shitty person. <laughs> I was an accountant. I quit. I hated it. It's so boring. Yes, I'm an Asian autistic person who hates maths. <laughs> my boss told me that my communication skill need work. So he sent me to a workshop. And I learned that if you want people to listen to you, 
start a sentence with congratulations. So I put that into practice immediately. Congratulations! You have all the time you want in the world. You are fired. <laughs> Congratulations! You don't need to pay rent anymore. You are homeless. Congratulations! You can stay in bed as much as you want. You have COVID. People say that vaccine causes autism. But thanks to COVID-19, people are actually demanding for a vaccine. There is a conspiracy theory that states researchers have already found the vaccine for COVID-19. Just that they are still finding out how this vaccine can cause autism. Since when autistic people become so in demand? And yes, I have volunteered to be part of their pilot testing. And today, I can say I am super autistic. <laughs> I'm so autistic that now I'm off the spectrum. <laughs> People told me, Juliana, you have autism. You cannot drive. That's not true. I am a very conservative driver. My maximum speed limit is only 50 miles per hour on the oncoming lane. <laughs> Even better, I'm actually an Uber driver back home in Asian Detroit. <laughs> Don't worry. The power window to my car works. Uber sent a message to my passengers informing them that I'm disabled. I appreciate them for doing that, but there's a problem. They did not state what kind of disability I have. Because of that, every time I drive up to my passengers, they will cancel on me when they see me in sunglasses. With that, this marks the end of the comedy section of Walking on Spectrum. Thank you. We are now moving on to the next section of Walking on Spectrum, which is spoken word. This spoken word piece is very near and dear to me because it's a tribute to a very special friend of mine. Her name is Autumn. When I was a kid, I was an oddball. Nobody wants to play with me except Autumn. Autumn plays with me every day, have meals with me during recess, and went with me to the library to disappear into good books together. I cannot focus on my homework. Autumn coaxes me gently. Finish your homework fast fast, then we can play together. We finished our homework before school ended. Such maturity for a young child. Autumn is an enigma. The moment she landed her eyes on your phone number and identification number, she will call you every year on your birthday without the need to jot down. One day, some of my classmates told me, Loser, you are unworthy and won't amount to anything in life. As the world around me crashes, autumn came over to cut my ears, mouthing these words. You are awesome. You are enough. You are love. Autumn is not perfect. Autumn can be hard to hang out with at times. Her obsession with order and straight lines in her homework, random echoing of people's words, 
peculiar way of clapping her hands can be very annoying. She dislikes it when I hug strangers. Hey, you got to know the person first before letting them hug you, okay? In spite of her yin and yang, I enjoyed her company most of the time. She taught me how not to give a damn and love myself no matter what. We finished school and we are going to start working. I went for a job interview, is it, and got hired. Congratulations, Juliana. You are hired. Thanks. Can you do me a favor? What will that be? Can you hire my special friend? Her name is Autumn. She is a hard worker with strong work ethics. My boss then said, I'm sorry, we only hired you. Leave Autumn out of this. I was shocked. I was sad. Because Autumn is not just a friend. Autumn is a part of me. Autumn is the name of my autism. As an autistic, we are earnestly seeking acceptance. Hear me out. We are so unique that people find us so hard to understand that they label us as a puzzle when we are the ones who complete the puzzle. My nickname as a child is Jaja Bings, given by my own mum because I'm awkward and drop things often. People say that Jaja Bings is George Lucas' mistake. I disagreed. Perhaps George is already factoring autism acceptance and neurodiversity into Star Wars to include a special people. One day, a friend asked me to park at a disabled parking spot. I said I can't because I don't have a disability card. My friend then asked me, why didn't I apply? And I said, I will never apply unless they change it from disability to different ability. The first two letters of autism is AU. AU is the symbol of gold in the periodic table of elements. Therefore, the inner world of an autistic is gold. Thank you so much. I'm glad that you love Autumn as much as I love her. Thank you. I will be telling you all the story of my life, a story of how I become I. Before I tell the story, I would like you all to prepare emotionally. This is a very personal story of mine, and if you do feel any emotions that come to you, feel free to experience it with an open heart. I am Juliana. I grew up in a dysfunctional family. Would you all like to hear about them? Thank you. My dad suffers from depression. Due to vicious office politics, dad was passed over for promotion multiple times. Because of that, he felt empty at work. And I can understand how someone in that circumstance can feel empty. After work, he walked home 
to an empty marriage. Now, let me tell you about my mum. My mum is a narcissistic, emotionally abusive and manipulative woman. She wants her way and will go all out to get what she wants. I know I may sound bitter here, but hear me out. I don't realize this until I grow up and have independent thoughts. Let me tell you why I feel this way about her. When I first started work as an accountant, I earned good money. My mom then told me, Juliana, you don't need to keep so much of money in your bank account. Uh, give me uh, the rest, you just keep 1K. I will open a joint account for you and we can buy a new house. Of course, I believe in her. She is my mom. Few years later, I realized that the money went to her personal account. And this also happened to my dad. My dad received a lump sum upon retirement. And my mom tries to coax him to give her the money. But my father is a foodie, so of course she cooked all his favorite food. And the moment she transferred all the money, the rest is history. Now dad has to even ask my mom for allowance. And one day, my dad actually complained to me, telling me that my mom tried to stab him with the car key. I was shocked. My dad is not someone who would lie on this matter. So I confronted my mom on this. My mom did not deny it. She said, Oh, even if I were to kill your dad, I have proved that he is mentally ill and tried to attack me. And me stabbing him is just self-defense. I fear for my life and my dad's. And now let's move on to my younger brother. My younger brother is an accountant. At work, he is a yes man. At home, he is a monster. He believes that he is always right. And also, he is hot-tempered and physically abusive. One day, we had a disagreement. He was upset and he just threw house keys at my face. The house keys had spokes on it. Had I not wear my specs, I would be blind. Dad tried to stop him. Dad marched up to him and said, No fighting in the family, son. Instead of obeying my dad, my brother clenched his fist, wanting to punch my dad. When I stepped in, he punched me relentlessly on my dominant arm. After that incident, I was traumatized. I tried to leave home. But my mom said, the world is a scary place. No one loves you except me. But after a while, with all the mental abuse, the emotional abuse, and also the gaslighting that's happening, I can't take it anymore. Enough is enough. I need to move out before I lose my sanity. And I spoke to my dad, asking him permission to leave. And my dad told me, Go, Juliana. I don't want you to live as your mom's shadow. Go and live life as you. And with that, I mustered all the courage I have and moved out of that abusive household, starting life from ground zero. I do keep in touch with my dad. But living independently is a different ballgame altogether. You would have think that 
I am happy right after I move out of my family, of my abusive family. But that's not true. I felt disorientated when I first left. Growing up with a narcissistic mum, I'm groomed to fulfill her dreams and desires and expectations. And the expectations were so painful that I did not achieve any of hers and also mine. When I left home, I smashed the mirror and all her expectations of me. But the problem is, I don't know who I am. Every time I look into the mirror, I don't see myself. And that's when I feel very empty and have suicidal ideation. Every time I thought of killing myself, my dad's face will appear in front of me. I can't bear to leave him behind. I promise to bring my dad out of that abusive household so that he can live his golden years happy and healthy. Four years later, now I'm in the midst of helping my father to move out of that abusive household. And I'm happy of that. I look forward to the time where we can come back as family together. And now, let's move on to my career. I started off as an accountant, but I hated it. I did not verbalize it, but my boss called out on me. My boss said, if you hate it here, just go. Don't stay here and torture the rest of us. I listened to him because I don't want to feel empty, just like my dad. But the problem here is, I don't know what I want to do with my life. That's when I actually start doing all kinds of odd jobs. I did uh, Uber driver, I also did uh, dispatch worker, and also uh, I also was briefly involved in network marketing. So none of the jobs are easy. In fact, they are all very tough and very hardy. But the silver lining in all of this is I do realize that I, I like making people laugh. When I make my customer and passengers laugh, they feel good, I also feel good. And that's how I decided to pursue my dream as a stand-up comedian. But stand-up comedy is not any easier. I'm on the spectrum. So I cannot read emotions and social cues when I perform and find it hard to connect with my audience. At one point of time, I thought of giving up comedy because I told myself, no matter how hard I work, I will never be as good as my peers. But I'm glad that I did not let the negativity take root. I decided to stop comparing myself to others and start finding my own groove and rhythm to comedy and connect with audience in my own way. Fast forward, I'm now happy that I left my job as an accountant and do what I really love. And now we will move on to my coming out story. Two years ago, I came out as non-binary. Some people tell me, Oh, Juliana, you come out very late. Ah? You are 28 years old and you come out. Uh, is this a joke? Because you do stand-up comedy anyway. I was like, a joke? In Malaysia, our leader said, that queer people does not exist. So to actually come out in an Asian society is actually asking to be kicked out of the family or asking to be fired from a job. The reason why I come out is 
because I'm tired of pretending. I'm tired of pretending to be my mom. I'm tired of pretending to be someone that I believe uh, people will love. And by pretending, I'm also attracting other pretenders. And that's not cool. I would like to live life from an honest place and be my authentic self and also love as who I am. People told me that, Juliana, you are so brave to live life independently, to pursue your dreams and to also come out in a society that is still struggling to acknowledge your existence. But to me, courage is not overnight. Courage is the crystallization of tears wipe off and fears overcome. Every day, I take baby steps to be where I am today. If you have been wanting to leave a job that you no longer love, or you just want to leave an abusive relationship you are currently in, or you just want to come out as your true self, the question is, why not? I never say that it's easy, but it's definitely liberating. Because every time I look into the mirror now, I finally see myself. Before I go off, I would like to leave your all with a haiku. Give yourself the gift of knowing what it's like to live as your true self and love as who you are. Thank you so much. Written and performed by Juliana Heng. Edited by Angeline Teh. Space provided by Cat and Yo-Yo. Recorded at Nosnes. Atlanta Fringe Audio 2021 is brought to you by the Atlanta Fringe Festival. You can binge on Fringe on Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, or wherever you enjoy podcasts. If you like this piece, leave a comment or review wherever you listen to podcasts.